Love some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, 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 friends. We are back live in the studio again this week. It was fun. The last few weeks we were showcasing some of the great speeches at the Western Conservative Summit. If you missed that, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can hear some of those top speeches. Lauren Bobert, top speaker at this year's Western Conservative Summit. I'm in the studio this week with our producer, Jamie Erker, Director of Communications. Jamie, thanks so much for being here with us. Absolutely. We're going to have a really important conversation, really critical, uh, that you tune in and are part of today's conversation as we're looking at what the federal government's going to do to Christians in this country as a result of the, quote, Respect for Marriage Act. Sounds good. Sounds like they're respecting marriage. They're not at all and could unleash upon this nation a whole series of Jack Phillips-like issues if this passes. It's currently at the U.S. Senate it passed the House with three hours of notice and debate, something that could literally affect the entire future of this country, especially as it relates to marriage, polygamy now, uh, which is multi-partners in a marriage, all those changes, what's going to happen to Christians, Christian uh, adoption agencies, churches, faith-based organizations, all affected by this law that was only given three hours of debate didn't even go to a committee so you didn't have any testimony you didn't have any discussion there then went straight to the house floor for a vote passed with 47 republicans voting for it that was the most i think one of the most disappointing aspects and total rejection of their party platform voted in favor of that now is over at the senate it has 50 democrats that are in support of it it needs 60 are there 10 senators that could support that? That is the big question that we're looking to see right now. And so we're going to discuss this issue today because uh, this is going to have a huge impact on the future of this nation, Supreme Court cases. And joining us to discuss this is the president of Colorado Family Council, uh, Jonathan Keller. Jonathan is one of those guys that could walk right into a gunfight at high noon because I've seen him do it on media before. One of them was a direct uh, conversation with Gloria Allred over abortion, sanctity of life. And in fact, I think she gave him a new nickname. She got so frustrated that he was so talented in, in disarming her and advocating for the sanctity of life that she called him pretty words. So we call him Jonathan Pretty Words Keller, president of Colorado Family Council, who is really on the front lines of what's happening out in California and all the craziness with regards to family policy out there. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us. And Jeff, great to be with you and your listeners there in your beautiful state. And uh, yeah, we we share the, share the same thing. California and Colorado, they are both beautiful places to live, but also increasingly kind of crazy places to live. <laughs> crazy is an understatement. So do you have a, do you have a jacket now or a hat or does your wife call you Jonathan Pretty Words Keller after Gloria All Allred called you that? No, you know that was really funny. Um, I, I it was not it was not what I was expecting. I, I got to give you and your listeners a little bit of a backstory on that. So I uh, that was the day that the Dobbs decision had come down. 
you know, we were all excited. There were, I'm sure the same with you, Jeff, we were all doing, you know, multiple interviews a day with radio stations and TV stations and print journalism. And I got this request from a Fox uh, affiliate down in Los Angeles, Fox 11, the huge, you know, uh, flamethrower down there that just hits all of Southern California. And they said, hey, can you come on? I, I'd, done, I'd done two interviews with them already that day. And they said, would you come on again one more time tonight at 7 p.m. for our evening show? And I said, sure, that, that's fine, no problem. Uh, happy to do it. And I was eating dinner with my family about 6.30 p.m. And all of a sudden, my phone, my phone starts blowing up, and I see a tweet. And it says, oh, join us, at, join us at 7. Join us in 30 minutes as Jonathan Keller debates Gloria Allred. Uh, <laughs> but, but they did not tell me it was going to be a debate. They just said, can you come on for an interview? So I was, uh, <laughs> I was a little bit uh, taken aback, and I, I really had to be prayed up heading into that because you were absolutely right. It was a... Uh, um, it was a, um, a a heated interview, shall we say? Well, for those of you that may not know, Gloria Allred is this kind of infamous feminist attorney, also a member of the National Women's Hall of Fame. Not 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 an easy debate, but you held your own. You did a great job. She got so frustrated that she just, she eventually just goes, oh, "I can't I it, I can't deal with his pretty words anymore." Something to that effect. She was. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, Jonathan, high noon. Gunfight, no problems, kept us cool, and, and we're forever going to refer to you as Jonathan Pretty Words Keller. <laughs> I'll, ne I'll never live it down, but thank you. It was a, it was a good – I have to say, in, uh, in fairness to Gloria, um, she, she was much nicer as soon as they turned the cameras off. But, man, you, you can tell uh, 50 years of being in the courtrooms, and especially in Los Angeles, I mean, she is just relentless. No uh, – no, uh, no quarter given uh, when you're in a debate setting. So, Jonathan, you're the president and CEO of the Colorado Family Council. You're on the front lines of all the craziness that's happening in California. Let's talk about this Respect for Marriage Act at the U.S. Senate. It's going to buy so quietly, not a lot of media. Oh, look, a whole bunch of Republicans supported it as well. Nothing controversial. Bergefeld settled gay marriage in our country. So we're just gonna we're just gonna solidify that with this bill. Why are you in opposition to this bill, Jonathan Keller? Well, Jeff, first off, I want to say uh, just just a very very quick bit of background for us here in California. Uh, working at California Family Council, we have a great network of about forty other state allies around the country. Um, it's something that we've been involved in fighting for God's design for marriage between one man and one woman uh, for years. In fact. The first time that I ever heard of California Family Council, uh, before I ever was on the board, before I ever was on staff, was back in 2008 when we were fighting for God's design for marriage with the Proposition 8 ballot initiative, the constitutional amendment to our California Constitution, and that was back in 2008. And Jeff, just, just to blow your mind a little bit, for some listeners who maybe have been you know, under a rock for the last 15 years, 14 years ago... California, that's right, deep blue California, actually passed a constitutional amendment defining marriage as between one man and one woman. That wasn't 40 years ago. That was only 14 years ago. At the same time, that same, that same campaign cycle, 2008, Jeff, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but Barack Obama himself said that marriage was between a man and a woman. I mean, that is how quickly we have come in the last 
14 years. And contrary to what some on the left would like to claim, this issue of marriage, it's not going away. It's not settled. In fact, if anything, this is just a blip in the thousands-year-long tradition and history of marriage between one man and one woman. It's always been God's design for marriage to be between one man and one woman. It's always been societal design. In basically every society throughout all of human history, marriage has been defined between one man and one woman, and that's been because marriage is ultimately not about what makes adults happy. It's ultimately about protecting and preserving the next generation, providing a stable place for children to be raised with their biological parents. And Jeff, look, I realize there are unique situations where, for whatever reason, whether it is, you know, a tragic death or, uh, you know, abuse or something else like that, that uh, a child might not be raised with their biological parents. But never before in human civilization have we as a culture said we're going to completely create a new type of institution that by design separates children from their biological parents, by design deprives them of the love of either their mother or their father, uh, that, that by design forces them to grow up in a home without stable male and female relationships and role models. And this so-called Respect for Marriage Act, um, I, not only would it go so far as to say that one state would have to recognize another state's marriage laws, but it actually would begin to severely threaten and infringe on the rights of conscience. Mm -hmm. And Jeff, I know in Colorado, that's something you guys know about very well. I mean, Colorado is the home of some of the worst, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but you guys are home with some of the worst religious discrimination in the country. I mean, you're even giving Gavin Newsom in California a run for our money when you look at how the government has treated people like Jack Phillips, uh, how they're now treating Lori Smith with 303 Creative. I mean, it's really, it's really shocking to see that any Republicans on the national level would be voting to persecute people of faith just because they're holding to God's design for marriage. Well, and to that point, you know, Jonathan, they have made a serious problem with regards to religious freedom. They, they, the, the left, the other side, would often say, well, this is just about two consenting adults. We just want to be able to live our lives. Nothing's going to affect you. We're not going to make any impact. And now we've had nearly a decade of legal issues in the state of Colorado over this. And you have vitriolic people. Uh, the person that's suing Jack Phillips has said, I'm going to continue to sue Jack until either he changes his position or I die. I mean, that there's you, you end up with people like that. And the law allows this type of behavior to take place. We're talking with Jonathan Keller, the president at California Family Council. Jonathan Keller, uh, about this Respect for Marriage Act that's at the U.S. Senate and why it is so critically important for you to understand what's going on and how you can engage to make a difference. We're going to keep Jonathan on for a few more segments as we dive deep into what this bill is going to do for your pastor, how it could impact them, how it could impact faith-based organizations, churches, Christians all over this country. So stay, stay tuned, stick around for the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour. We'll be right back. <laughs> 